0: Presenting Vision, a podcast brought to you by the members of Team is Team.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the fifth episode of our Vision podcast. So, today we're joined by Marta, who is the head of renewables. So, welcome, Marta.
2: Hello, hello. (laughs) Hi, lovely to be here. Thanks for having me. How
1: Um, are you doing? Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, it's a bit of a strange summer for me because uh, for the first time, I'm actually spending that in, in Edinburgh
1: doing my internship. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's been strange for me. So we've mentioned that you're the head of renewables. So why did you decide to join that part of our team? And sort of how did that journey happen?
2: Do you know it's it's actually a good question because back then when I kind of became a head of renewables there was no such team, so I joined oh, as really? Team Esteem when uh, like at the be- very beginning. So mm-hmm. um, at at one point we all just decided that okay we actually need to have like specific sub teams that focus Mm -hmm. on different things. And I've never wanted to have like a responsibility of something very important (laughs) about project, let's say so there was a electrical mechanical um, engineering team, I believe, or something like that, and renewables. So I decided that I wanted to just focus on like, some renewable solutions for our house, but I didn't want to do anything as I said, that was like um giving me any like more responsibility. Mm. That turned uh, out
0: so well. <laughs> yeah. I failed. I, I know that was quite an
2: important part. Yes. Because because then we just kind of merged with the uh, electrical and mechanical a uh, part of a uh, the a project and we became like a massive renewables team. <laughs> That's now I have a pleasure to kind of share leadership off with Kelvin.
0: Okay. So why do you feel that energy and the environment are such important topics to talk about?
2: I can definitely try to, to answer this question. Um, I think that a few years back, I just came to a point where um, that, 2050 and the end of the world and everything started scaring (laughs) me a bit and i realized that we had to start doing something about like the ways we general uh, generate energy um because also i just started seeing changes in in my country so i'm from poland and we used to have like proper winters and like snowy white um, Christmas every single year and now that hasn't really happened for the past seven years
1: Uh,
2: and now during summer it's also it, it jumped from like a good chilled 25 degrees up to 35 degrees that we are having now so I, I, can, I can like really see a difference and I feel like I need to be, like yeah. we all need to participate in and trying to kind of fix that.
1: That is true, yeah. And I think like it's important as well, like it's not just about finding new solutions to clean energy, like although that is such a vital part, but I think it's also about like energy usage and sort of how we use energy. Like are we being wasteful? Are we just like using up all our resources and I think absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. it's an important part that I guess most people day to day don't really think about we just kind of think oh clean energy that's for somebody to come up with but we don't think like what can I do to kind of
2: yeah uh, within my personal life yeah 100% because I with this uh, like energy and how we use it I, I feel like it's almost like with finance so yeah. if we start generating more energy, so let's compare that to starting to earn more money, but we at the same time start spending like five times more money, then mm. we're not in a better place than we used yeah. to. So it definitely is very important to, to just see where we can, you know, reduce their energy consumption. And these are like really simple things, such as mm. uh, not using so much water, not using so much yeah. um, uh, hot water, or just turning off the appliances that we're not using or, you know, having bigger windows uh, to allow some, like, light in our house or, yeah, multiple other things. (laughs) supposed to just go through all all of them now. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it doesn't seem so complicated to me.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, As long as you have to rely on, um, for example, coal, to produce our energy. I guess one good thing that we can do is to be wise about using it until we can find other solutions.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that uh, we just really need to find complementary things that that can just work together, because I don't believe that it's going 100% renewable or 100% coal or 100% something is a solution for us. Uh, mm. and the truth is that since uh, we're getting more and more people living in this planet earth uh, we are going to need more energy or like electricity everything so we need to find yeah. ways different yeah. ways to to just generate that.
1: Mm. So I guess from that obviously we've got quite a renewable focus for our house um, I guess my question to you would be why is that so important and kind of Why are projects like ours so important for the future of the environment?
2: Okay, I think that this project is mainly for bringing like awareness to like different Mm. solutions that we can just easily, relatively easily, apply to our houses. And also for us students, it's just a fantastic, fantastic opportunity to learn and like actually understand how things work around our house or like how we can find the easy ways to, to reduce energy consumption. Mm-hmm. Um and also we're trying to reach out to like different companies uh so that they can collaborate with us or we, we can just collaborate with them. And um I feel like this is the like a very easy way for this subject to of be um, talked about like we are we are spreading the message across the world very easily now I think and having what let's say 20 other teams um, worldwide that are also spreading this message with like different companies I feel like we can reach like quite a number of people um,
1: yeah Mm -hmm. I think it shows like the significance and the impact of investing in clean energy that yeah not to discredit us from the work we're doing, but if, like, 20 groups of, like, a different number of students can come up with a solution for sustainable living, surely, like, a larger company would be able to replicate this on a larger scale. And I think it really shows that if you invest in the younger generation and if you invest in, like, clean energy, the impact's amazing. Like, you can literally just replicate exactly Um, that
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and i think that's like the beauty of the project is like i know everyone likes to say it's creative it's innovative but i think it actually is like (laughs) i think having to build a house which is centered around sustainable living from the energy right down to the type of fabric we've picked for like i don't know the sofa and i think yeah that's like a lifestyle shift it's not just a oh, we're going to stick a few solar panels on the house and that's our job done. It's like, no, this house is very much a sustainable house. <laughs> like, um, But yeah, I think that's just such an amazing thing. And it's just such a great opportunity to be able to take part in something like that. Um, yeah, and just definitely. make a real difference. Yeah. Yeah, especially because once you start
0: learning um, how to rely on clean energy, before even entering the in- industry, it's kind of like you're trained to think of renewable energy as your first option, rather than you know the conventional forms that we've that we've come to rely on. But yeah, how how do you think our house is different from a normal house? Like obviously, um, other than uh, the fact that we're using solar panels. <laughs> right.
2: Okay. I think that's what's uh, very unique about our house is that we could think of like the very, like each and every detail of, of this house. So we start mm-hmm. off like thinking, okay, so how do we actually place that? Like, uh, are we having this, I don't know, inclined roof mm-hmm. facing south, west, north? Are we having any like windows on the, on the south uh, part of the house? Um, We basically tried to find and incorporate every little bit that counts towards like reducing the energy. So what is um, unique about our house is definitely, I would say, the lack of uh, any windows on the southern part of a a building, (laughs) reduced number of windows on the west side, although we are having a lovely courtyard there. Uh, mm-hmm. We're also using like a really thick, <laughs> sustainable, natural insulation in our house uh, mm-hmm. because insulation is a, is a key. Um, <laughs> yeah. We use cross laminated timber uh, that was manufactured by us actually here in the UK uh, <laughs> with the help of yeah. uh, CSIC, uh, obviously. Wish I could be there. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah, sorry. Um, and on top of that we are trying to use as Sonia mentioned um even sustainable like furniture or mm. handmade furniture in our yeah. house we're thinking of like every every little bit that counts mm. like we are even using like their triple glazed windows uh we're investing in um smart solutions for our house so so that we can Ma- uh, manage the energy that we are using so that we can track how much energy we are using and uh, create any like algorithms that would help us uh, just just control everything and like improve yeah. the, the energy consumption we're relying on um also heat batteries that i think yeah. that mm-hmm. is just something absolutely unique uh because they work on the like a phase change material Um, that absorbs heat only to a certain point and then once it changes its phase it releases the heat Uh, we have solar thermal um, that
0: I I feel like we're just packed with
2: fantastic solutions to be honest
0: and you know in a country like um, the UAE you hardly need to heat water and you know of course that's the first thought but then the second thought is even though it's like a few weeks in the year that we need to heat water, um, we still end up doing it. And even though it's just those few weeks that we use up a huge amount of energy, if we can find a way to reduce that, it still helps because yeah. every little bit does help.
2: Um. So yeah, so as you mentioned, our house is significantly different from like mm-hmm. other houses that you can see in the streets and everything. However, we all have this one thing in common that we try to use their tiny little bits that count within our house to reduce the energy consumption. And um, our house is also like 100% reliant on um, solar energy. Um, that is mainly because of like the rules that we follow in, in this competition. <laughs> but I feel like actually solar panels uh, that is the solution. That's almost like maybe not everyone, obviously, because they are still um, quite expensive. However, they they've been coming cheaper and cheaper over the past ten years. Um, mm-hmm. But you can easily apply that to to your house, and even if you, even if you're not going to meet your entire energy demands, mm-hmm. at least you, c- you can just reduce your costs. You can yeah. mm-hmm. send some energy back to the grid. You can just help yourself and, and mm-hmm. environment, essentially. Um, so, yeah, um, I think that, however, obviously we shall not forget about the negative things of solar panels, because, of course, they are um, very helpful with like generating renewable energy. They can be applied on like, um, houses, they can help reduce costs Mm. of living. Um, however they are, for example, not really reliable because like where are you going to take your energy from during nights when there's no sun shining on your lovely solar panels? (laughs) And also, if that is the case, then it means that you probably need like energy storage. So mm-hmm. you you would need to invest some money in that now too. And then once you store some energy, you also lose the efficiency of of their entire energy generation. So that is a bit of an issue. And that I think that is one of the reasons why we kinda really scale it up. So that entire world yeah. just relies on that. Uh, but I can talk about that later in, in, in more <laughs> details, obviously. Um, I also think that now we are at the point where solar panels are starting to like being manufactured and more and more people use that. Uh, and I think that been, that's that been happening like mainly, I would say for the past 10, 15 years, like the, uh, the big kind of uh, bang of solar panels just entering every every rooftop Mm -hmm. however they they lifespan is around what 20 25 years so what are we going to do in the next 10 years with them yeah and of course we can try to recycle them uh, or at least like some parts of the solar panels but it might not be for example cost efficient for many companies to recycle solar panels Mm. so it might be just easier to dump them you Mm -hmm. know and then what, what are we going to do with all that waste? So there are just yeah. multiple questions that arise around the so-called renewable energy sources, yeah. like clean energy sources.
0: I think, I think um, energy storage methods also come into that conversation because, um, uh, of course, lithium-ion batteries are probably mm. the most widely used batteries yeah. to store energy. Yeah. And um, I actually was having a talk about this uh, with my dad earlier, and he mentioned that solar panels are relatively easier to uh, recycle as compared to lithium-ion batteries. So really? um, it isn't even just about like solar panels that have mm. to be recycled. The, the batteries have to be recycled as well. And exactly, what are we going to do with that? Yeah. Can we even recycle them? Would it be better to just throw them away? And where are we going to throw them, you know? Yeah, that
2: that's a very good point because batteries are good to use as long as they are properly recycled. Oh, and yes. you cannot just just bin them <laughs> and hope for the best because um well that is going to destroy our planet as well am Exactly.
1: And I think there's like pros and cons for everything, isn't there? Like even hydropower, like Obviously, it reduces pollution. It's a domestic source of energy. Like, mm-hmm. it can provide, like, flood control, like, that type of thing. But then, even then, like, it can destroy natural habitats. Like, That's
0: correct. It, Yeah,
1: it can change the water quality. It's, like, expensive to construct. But then you only start, like, saving money once it's up and running for, like, a few years. So, I think it's just mm-hmm. crazy how like there are pros and cons to everything but i think sometimes people will like give up at the first hurdle Mm. and i would be like but if 50 (sighs) people were doing this we'd make a larger return than if only one person's trying to do this um but i know what you mean it's crazy that there are all these i mean are there any more solutions other than solar hydro so yeah, so uh,
2: apart from solar and hydro that we both mentioned already, we obviously yeah. have also like wind power, and mm. I I think that's uh, what I've seen maybe on the internet. Obviously, <laughs> people people are trying to find solutions to scale it down so that people mm. can actually use it on their houses too. And oh, I've wow. seen some uh, like little wind yeah. turbines that you can just put <laughs> on your on the top of your of your roof with solar panels on top of that. That was a very interesting project <laughs> because it was like a hybrid, yeah, yeah, solar yeah. And, and the wind power thingy. Um, that's,
0: normally, that's normally how it ends up, you know, you have to use hybrid solutions. Um, and I think that is probably the best way to use it because as you said, if the sun isn't shining, you have to rely on um, battery, battery storage. Yeah. yeah. Or you could like get a wind, turbine that could exactly use energy <laughs> exactly while the sun isn't shining but exactly then again that. um it just depends on like whether the wind is flowing. actually blowing <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah um yeah
2: i so, think i think that is the tricky part about renewables too that's it just really depends also like where you live, because That's not true, everywhere yeah. you, you have like weather conditions for that. And you physically do not have a chance to, mm. to use like solar panels, wind uh, turbines or, or mm. anything. But um, I think that the interesting topic is also the nuclear power and yeah. um, hydrogen being like an energy carrier or like energy storage uh, solution for us. Yeah. Uh, I've been reading about that recently, and like listening to some TED talks because i, I was just trying to understand that really. <laughs> People are so scared of nuclear energy because mm. um when there is like a blow up it it just kind of goes yeah. really easy to media and like that it exactly. And people start talking about it. and I can fully understand that we're so scared about it. But then I actually looked up the numbers and I wanted to compare like how deadly using yeah, nuclear okay. power can be compared to like other sources. And mm-hmm. it turns out that other like renewable solutions. So like the Oh, right. Actually, I should mention here that nuclear power is actually not like fully renewable because once its lifespan is is done, like we also will need to deal with its waste, and we just need yeah. to store it for like hundreds of years, so that the radiation doesn't really affect it. But um, coming back to like a death toll, um, renewable um, energy and like okay. renewable uh, solutions are less deadly than that, but just slightly. However, when you compare that like how many people die um, or died um, when using nuclear power compared to brown um, coal, for example. It's like, I think it was around 450 times more people oh died when like, yeah, trying to get like, yeah. I think it was like one terawatt of, of power uh, by, by oh using brown coal and Mm -hmm. that is just like we don't really talk about that because we're kind of used to people dealing with coal dealing with natural gas so basically um i think okay i think i just got lost yeah yeah i
0: I don't agree with you um all these all all this pollution that can be so much worse than than nuclear energy and and of course as you mentioned where are we going to throw away the waste? Um, the amount of energy that is produced from just a little bit of uranium, it's Mm. it's mind-blowing. And, and the fact that we, you know, we're reliant on fossil fuels or, like, coal to produce our energy. When we have, like, this, this amount, this insane amount of, um, uranium with us that we can, that we can use to produce energy for a very long time, um, I don't know. It just I do understand that there is a lot of fear of like yeah, nuclear yeah. blowouts. Yeah. I mean
2: yeah. I mean fossil fuels are obviously very like energy dense. However, mm. they do produce like other greenhouse gases that we need to reduce in order yeah. to save our planet. Sorry, and- as as cliche as it sounds, like that is mm-hmm. true. So exactly, why not try to Incorporate nuclear power more uh, into our system when it gives mm-hmm. us like a lot of energy with no CO two produced, for example, mm-hmm. in this process.
0: And I mean, fossil fuels aren't just bad for the environment because they produce greenhouse gases. They they're also bad for the environment because they hurt people mm-hmm. um, in general. And of course, um, once there is a nuclear blowout, there is still like. Um, this, this amount of time that the radiation lasts and it still continues to kill people from yes, cancer. But absolutely. but that still happens from fossil fuels and that happens every day. It's probably happening right now as we speak. Yeah. So
1: yeah.
0: I mean of course it is risky, but um I've learned that most of most of like the nuclear accidents they've happened because of like um not following protocol correctly or using old um old power plants
1: mm. yeah, and i guess we've touched yeah. on why we aren't fully reliant on renewable energy but matter how how difficult has it been putting things like solar energy in the house like obviously we know that the benefits are so great but as kind of as a project has it been quite a challenge or has it been like quite a smooth
2: process. <laughs> uh, right. I, I wouldn't really call it a, a smooth process, uh, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, just because you have to consider that as you were saying, um their solar panels and like solar energy, that is not reliance all the time during the day so we had to with the solar panels we had to invest in the energy storage system um Mm -hmm. but also in our competition we had to consider like aesthetics of the house as well and not everyone likes solar panels just sticking (laughs) out of their roof you know so (laughs) and i think that that is like one of the main points of this competition just to try to incorporate them in their interesting way within your house so thankfully we found ways to work around that and kind of hide that or not even hide that but make them more yeah just integrated with exactly within our house uh, you can build like, like there's so many opportunities now and like ideas how to how to use or like incorporate your solar panels within your house um we we've built like a car canopy where we have, um, bifacial panels, um, integrated in that. Um, we have on the slanted roof, we have our solar panels just sitting nicely in there and, mm-hmm. um, collecting all the sunshine of the more <laughs> or less right angle that we need. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, there are also like many other uh, ways to, to do that because you can even have like windows that um, capture energy uh, from sun for you. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think that it's, it's also quite important to mention that our pandemic has not been helpful at all. Yeah. <laughs> rather, like <laughs> Trying to to get solar panels, because the truth is that the greatest majority of solar panels is now manufactured in China. So once it kind of stopped being so easy to transport things across seas. Um, Companies around the world just started struggling with Mm. actually getting panels. So we've been in contact with many, many companies Uh. (laughs) (laughs) and many of them, however interested they were in collaborating with us, they physically just didn't have anything to to offer us. Mm. So... hasn't been easy um but also from i don't know what you meant actually uh in your your question sonia Uh, do did you did you mean also how easy was it for us to calculate anything like energy consumption and then tailor it to and then kind of tailor our array to that that was also quite challenging because it just required like a lot of research and understanding like speaking to different people mm-hmm. getting things checked and like I I felt at the beginning like I was really walking in circles because I <laughs> thought that I, I I found this right answer I found this right path yeah. and then I ended up just finding myself either confused or just being wrong really oh. <laughs> but um, thankfully we're now here and it seems like we might have the right solution yeah. for our house. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess you don't realize um, how difficult it is Mm. to actually integrate um, renewable energy or solar panels in the house. Because obviously things keep changing. I know that even like our cooling capacity or cooling load, they've changed multiple times because we're using hybrid solutions. So um, I guess working together with that and trying to figure out um, how to provide energy... To run our cooling system So um, yeah I I guess even, even For me who joined a little late I definitely Haven't experienced all the difficulties That come with having to um, Integrate solar Panels in the house mm-hmm. um, But yeah I mean from afar It does look like <laughs> it's quite easy So <laughs> But yeah there is a lot that goes Into it yeah. even now There is still a lot that is going into it so Så... ja
2: yeah yeah absolutely and you know also like making sure that the system that you designed is actually safe to use so you have to think Mm -hmm. of like all the wiring and switches and inverters and battery and is it all compatible can (laughs) it work together can you like manage that that is yeah there's a lot
0: (laughs) you can tell Marta enjoys working on electrical appliances
1: (laughs) yeah thank you so much for taking the time to be with us uh today Marta it's been an absolute pleasure Thank you very much for having me. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We'd like to thank our platinum sponsors, RBN Co.,
0: ASGC, Construction Scotland Innovation Centre, Thornton Tomsetti and IES, and our gold sponsors, Norsken, Sanam, and VR Craftworks.